Wake up everybody, no more sleeping in bed. No more back to thinking, time for thinking ahead. The world has changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war and poverty. Oh, oh, oh. Wake up all the teachers, time to teach a new way. Hello there, everyone. Welcome to the NDC Savings Club Radio Show Hour. And again, this is the NDC Savings Club Radio Show Hour. That great song there was Wake Up Everybody, and it, that was sung by Harold Marvin and the Blue Notes, going back all the way to 1975. Believe it or not, everyone, that was 40 years ago, talking about everything that's going on now. So it's, it's a pretty uh, 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 kind of a song that kind of even explains throughout the decades what's been happening. So again... Um, Looking at things that have been happening, what we are, what is the NDC Savings Club? It is your solution to the high cost of health care. And that's what we are, the NDC Savings Club. It's, a, it's the nation's first health care savings club. They can join for free. You can just go to the website, and again, the NDCSavingsClub.com, and you can look around and browse around for benefits that you would need to help you save money on health care. I am your host. Alex Acuna. And in this hour, we'll have our special guest coming up like around 2.30, a half hour from now or so. And the special guest will be the owner of easytocollect.com. And Easy to Collect, he's the owner, uh, the name of the owner is Irvin Lukin, and he has everything collectible. And for us, some of us, like baby boomers, uh, definitely we wouldn't want to look into that. He's been at this for over 50 years. He has everything you could imagine from vinyl records, LPs, over 100,000 of them, and all kinds of other rare and posters and buttons and uh, record players, older record players and all. So you definitely want to tune in uh, in reference to this show You know, uh, later on in about maybe 25 minutes from now. So definitely... You know, you want to look into this. Uh, of course, all these websites and all, they're all at the NDC Savings Club com. And again, it's N as in Nancy, D as in David, C as in Charles, and then Savings with an S, and then Club, C-L-U-B.com, NDCSavingsClub.com. And you'll be able to see all our shows on our archives and all, and you'll be able to go in PRN as well and get, get all everything here on the podcast and all. So definitely you want to you know, tell people, definitely tell people, friends and family, about this great show, how it's able to help you money, uh, help you save money. Also, a couple more minutes, we'll have our health news segment with Dr. Walt. He's known as the blood detective, and he's the director of the Longevity and Integrated Medicine here in New York and Mount Kisco. And again, like I said, he's known as the blood detective. And this will be his third part on detoxification. It's a five-part series on detoxification. So you definitely don't want to miss out on, on that as well. And if you have, go back to the archives, and you'll be able to listen to the shows there. So again, as you can see here, 
we kind of give you uh, great programs to help you not only help save your body, but also help you save money as well. And again, what is the Endocy Savings Club? How did it start? Well, the Endocy Savings Club started uh, about 2005. It started as the National Drug Card. And what is the National Drug Card? It's a a place. It's nationaldrugcard.com. It's a website that you'll be able to go there and look to help you save money on medications. Um, you'll be able to have, there's a search button there that you'll be able to just put in your medication and your zip code and the lowest price will come up. This is a discounted program that will save you anywhere from 10 to 30% on name brands and from 40 to 90% on your generics. And you'll be able to see that right on the website. And again, that website is nationaldrugcard.com. That's what NDC stands for. And we started this about uh, in 2003, 2004. We launched in 2005 to help people save money on their medication. It's a free program just to help you save money. Also on there, you'll be able to print out a document that you could be, take it right to your pharmacy and save. It's like a coupon. You can look at it as a coupon. A lot of us might not have insurance. We might know people that might need it. This is a great program. Also, we just launched... Uh, an app for that. You can go to the website and you can go on on the App Store and also on the Google Play and download this free app. So technically going green. You don't even have to have a card anymore or a physical piece of paper. You can download it on your mobile devices. And again, that's a free service and you'll be able also be able to look for medications, prices, and locations right there. These are all name brand places like CVS, Rite Aid, Walgreens, and even your local mom-pop pharmacies. So please take advantage of this. You know, tell everyone you know about it that might need it. Even if you do have insurance, uh, a lot of times insurance, certain medications not being covered, seniors with Medicare Part D, that they have to fill in that gap hole called a donut hole, and also to the undocumented out there. And the website can be converted to over 52 different languages. So again, that's a great way to just go out there and help people. And talking about that, <clears throat> helping people, let me get into now what the Endocy Savings Club is. Well, the Endocy Savings Club started in, in the spring of 2014, last year. This is about a year now old. And what that was is people were asking for other benefits to help them save money on medical. So, again, we got hundreds of calls and emails, people asking us, can you save us money on other programs since the free drug car has helped out so immensely helped them save money, they asked, do you have other benefits that we can save you money with? We listened and we heard, you know, heard you. And then in 2014, last year in the spring, we launched the NDC Savings Club. And that's what this radio is about, to help you save money on a lot of your health care needs. So if you go there, NDCSavingsClub.com, you'll be able to look at the site and you'll be able to look around for what you might need to save money. Uh, categories will be, you know, programs you'll be able to save money would be, let's say, on dental and vision. We have plans there, low-cost, discounted programs that you'll be able to use to save money. We also have for lab work and laboratory. Um, we use uh, LabCorp. You can use them, and it's not us. We contract with these companies. And the best part about this website, 
we also have the companies themselves, either the owners a lot of the time or the spokespersons for these companies. And you can look right on the website. You can listen in on the um, right on the website on these shows. We turn around and we put it right there so this way you'll be able to listen to the show. So if you wanted to say, for example, on, uh, let's say, in laboratory work, you can actually go right to the site and look at labs and blood work, click onto it, and then there will be, um, you know, a whole show there, about a half-hour show talking about what kind of savings you'll be able to get on blood work. A good example of that was that my wife, we have regular insurance, um, and my wife had to have tests like five different blood tests, and it came out like $487. And what I did is I spoke to the lab and, you know, that was with insurance. And what I did is I submitted that to the lab, the program that we have for blood work and lab, and I submitted that to them to reprice it to see how much it would be if you had no insurance. So this was done through LabCorp, and again, it was $487. The interesting thing was that when they repriced it, if a person didn't have insurance, the same exact test that cost $487, it would have cost $63 for that test and some change. So you see that's a huge of a difference, almost $450 savings right there. So again, this goes on and on, everything from MRIs, from dental work. A lot of times, too, you know, um, you might have issues with glasses and stuff that, you, you know, a lot of times insurance don't cover or even dental. We have that program there for you. So there's over 75 different benefits here that you'll be able to utilize. Uh, let me just go quickly in some of the lists for diabetic, discounted diabetic uh, care, discounted glasses, podiatry networks. We also have here for medical supplies, contact lenses, hearing aids. So as you can see here, we have a lot of different categories that you'll be able to go in, and we look at solid companies that they've been around at least for 10, 20, 30, 50 years. And again, these are nationwide companies that you'll be able to be in contact with. Uh, there's phone numbers that you'll be able to speak with them. A lot of times you'll be able to listen to the shows I've done with them, interviewing them, and then also having your questions and your emails uh, asking the uh, owners or the spokespeople, spokespersons for, the, for these uh, companies. So definitely you want to tell people about this. Also, we have a whole section there for coupons and all that you'll be able to print out. And by the way, this is all free. This whole savings club is absolutely free. It could be converted into, again, to over 52 different languages. So definitely share this with your friends and family and neighbors that they can use, you know, can help them use save, uh, save money on their health care. So, again, like I was saying, in reference to the coupons, you can print out. And, again, there's nothing to sign up for. It's absolutely free. You can use it, go in there. And, again, your emails and stuff, that's voluntary. A lot of the programs, you know, there, there is nothing to capture your information. Just go in there, look around, contact the company, and get the services and get the savings. So you definitely want to take advantage of this program. Along with it, we have all different other kind of categories in here. We have a free travel club that if you want to save money on travel, we have a legal services there. If you want a legal club, you'll be able, be able to sign up for and we got resources for men and for women, and we got resources for senior citizens. And 
It goes on and on on all different uh, different programs. One of them that's really nice. We also have a whole section here for holistic and natural, and definitely, um, you know, being on this show, you know, PRN and all with Gary and all, Gary Noel and all. We know that that's the way to go, and that's one of the first topics that are up there natural and holistic. You definitely want to click onto that and you can see all the different different companies that we have there from uh, all kinds of different programs here like some of some of great some of Gary's great uh, videos, uh, product lines, a natural magazine, uh, natural awakenings and you can listen to that show. Uh, of course Dr. Wall is blood detective I goes on, which is a natural spray cleaner to detoxify, let's say, clean out the pesticides and everything from your meat and vegetables. So again, as you can see here, there's all kinds of different programs here that you'll be able to utilize. Natural direction, aromatics, this is a whole wholesaling company that you'll be able to get uh, like uh uh, all kinds of uh, materials, natural or uh, natural and organic materials to make to make soaps, to make candles, to make perfumes. There's essential oils there, and all at great prices. And definitely, you want to tune in and look at these programs. And it's all there, you know, to share with people and friends and family that you know that that maybe they can use this. So again. Oh, another great section we just added not too long ago, call to action. And definitely that's the whole horror that's happening now with vaccinations. And we did a whole series on that, a six-part series on uh, autism and vaccinations. So, again, you want to definitely go to the NDC Savings Club radio show. And, again, to see this. And, and at this point now, I would like to bring in our our special segment with Dr. Walt, and this is part three on detoxification. Hi again, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me for the third part of my detoxification series that I call Detox Deception. My name is Dr. Michael Walt. I'm known as the blood detective because I get to the bottom of things. I welcome all of your comments, all of your criticisms. We're all in this together. But, hey, there is a lot of nonsense out there in the natural health care industry. There's at least as much nonsense in the allopathic or traditional medical community as well. And it's up to us as, as intelligent uh, individuals to band together and try to get through the morass of nonsense so that we can maintain our health, gain our health, optimize our health. So I have uh, discussed detoxification in the other two segments, and I described a toxin as an unwanted substance. I said that toxins are certainly in the external environment. They're in our foods. They're in our water. They're in our air. And over the course of a lifetime, more or less, in different people, depending on our susceptibility to accumulate toxins and get rid of toxins, they can cause disease. Toxins are also produced in the body, and those sort of toxins are called endotoxins, and they're produced as a normal byproduct of aging and degeneration of tissues, but also by abnormal processes in the body and also by different infections, infectious agents. So I said something just a moment ago that is really important because people ask me all the time, they'll say, Dr. Wobble, how is it that I have all this toxic metal accumulation or I have these toxic antibodies or I have this... Uh, 
toxic infection or toxic hormones, etc. How is that that this has happened to me, but it doesn't happen to everyone else in my neighborhood, even in my healthcare community? Remember, we are all extremely different in our body's ability to detoxify. Detoxification is a complex process. It's genetically determined. It's affected by uh, what we eat, what we think, and what we're exposed to. But exposure enough, exposure to a toxin is not enough to determine whether or not that toxin accumulates in us, which is called bioaccumulation. And for that matter, even if it does accumulate uh, in us, and even toxic levels that one can measure, let's say, in the lab, that doesn't mean we'll know about it. It doesn't mean we'll have symptoms. It also does not mean it's going to cause disease. But I say, hey, if we know something's a potential toxin, get rid of it now. Because if something's not a toxin now in you, meaning it's not creating adverse symptoms, your blood work looks good, for example, as you grow older and your body's tissues cannot maintain proper resiliency against you know, managing the presence of a toxin, then that toxin or toxins that have always been present in your body can take on a very different nature. So there are just certain things that we should be doing each day. Um, I should say the whole process of detoxification or the removal of toxins, which really, by the way, is elimination, but we'll, let's not get into those semantics right now, is something that occurs every day in every cell, tissue, organ, and organ system. It changes speeds. Some days we detoxify more uh, than another. We detoxify toxins through our breathing, uh, through our skin, through our fecal matter, uh, through our urine. And detoxification depends on our nutritional state, again, our genetics, our food, so many different factors. But I want to talk about now medications because almost everyone is, um, at one time in their lives, is exposed or, or takes some form of, of medication. There are very few people who have not. So medications almost always affect detoxification by either increasing various detoxification pathways. Yeah, certain medications can improve detoxification or they can reduce them. So the technical term for either increasing or decreasing various detox pathways is termed either up-regulation of the pathway, meaning you're speeding up the, the, the removal and the transformation of a toxin into something less or down-regulation, respectively, which is not a good thing, which means that the medication actually adversely affected how your body gets rid of toxins. And for those of you that are thinking that the liver is the, mo the major detox organ, just forget that, because the liver doesn't exist in a vacuum that's not consistent with holistic thinking. If one believes in the whole holism, uh, and, uh, and, uh, we have to realize that we cannot artificially separate one organ from another. Now, we might do this in our conversation, but it's not how the body works. Anyway, not getting too off the topic, it's essential that the detox effort that a person, you know, embarks on is partially, uh, you know, based on, you know, what medications they're on. If they're on a medication that creates stress in the liver, then we need nutrients that help upregulate the detoxification in the liver. And they, and they might include um, L-glycine, um, reduced glutathione, uh, coenzyme Q10, for example, or they might not. This depends on how all the various detoxification systems in the body work. And, you know, I, I've mentioned throughout the shows that the detoxification systems include 
but are certainly not limited to. Um, the respiratory tract, that's a detoxifying system, the cardiovascular system, the lymphatic systems, the endocrine system, the pulmonary system, the liver, of course, the gut. But these systems do many, many, many things beyond just detoxification. So my approach to people is truly what I believe a longevity approach. Through testing, through assessments, through questionnaires, I build a metabolic map of my patients and I determine what they need for their needs. That's what they need for detoxification to occur on a daily basis. Now, for those of us who do detoxification sort of uh, boot camps, and, and I, I like these uh, if they're correct for the person, meaning, you know, you, you juice in a certain way or you eat a certain way or you don't eat a certain way or you exercise a certain way and you do that for a few days or several weeks, you're not going to change your health around by doing that most likely. Uh, some of you say, well, I did. Well, that's wonderful, but that's just not how it works for most people. Detoxification is a daily effort, and then you can use these more uh, focused or targeted intense detox efforts to you know, bring you over a tough spot or to promote uh, a sense of well-being. But we have to realize that uh, detoxification is not something we just do for a couple of days or a few weeks. If you do detoxification, some method which we could say here for argument's sake uh, is valid, but you do not eat well or eat well the way you need to eat based on your chemistry, your needs, your health problems, those that you know of, those that you don't, and your health goals, you're, you're just kidding yourself. So the, the issue is that there are different detoxification systems in the liver. Let's just focus on that for a minute. There's phase one detoxification, there's phase two detoxification, and there's intermediate detoxification. And the body has these three, and there's a few other detox me uh, mechanisms in the liver, and they handle most toxins that we, can be, that we are possibly exposed to, which means the body's very, very resilient. It's able to manage tens of thousands, of, if not more, uh, toxins, but it's got to get the basic nutrition that it needs. I figure out that nutrition on patients based on very individualized testing. Then recommending specific foods and other lifestyle practices, definitely nutritional supplements, and then I recheck a person over time several times. That's the only way you really know if you're building health in a person. Let's talk for a moment about foodborne toxins. You know, there are, foods are loaded with various infections like E. coli. So E. coli certainly causes, it's the most common cause of, of foodborne illness, uh, certainly in the United States. But also gluten, as many of us recognize, is a toxin for most of us. I certainly believe it, it, it is. And you might want to consult my book called uh, a Glutenaholic, and you can read more about that on my blog. And also genetically modified organisms, I believe, are inherently toxic. And if you were to visit Amazon and look up frankenfoods, Controversy Lies in Your Health. Uh, that is uh, my latest book on the issues of GMOs and how they relate to disease. It's funny because I found lots of scientific evidence to show that GMOs are toxic, but there's still this argument out there by pseudoscientists. I just don't get it. Uh, I suppose it comes down to that famous saying that ignorance is bliss. So anyway, natural detoxifiers, again, foods, nutritional supplements, herbs, these sorts of things, uh, given incorrectly, given incorrectly, can actually increase the toxicity of toxins uh, and worsen the body's ability to detoxify things over the course of a life of a lifetime. How do you know? 
you need to look at all these body systems. We have the technology to do this. So let's speak for a little bit about how do we choose the best detoxifiers, okay? So, and also how urgent, how urgent the toxin or toxin needs to be removed. Well, that, that has a lot to do with what you choose uh, in terms of the detoxifier. So an experienced physician, uh, you know, experienced doctor like myself, is one who judges the speed or rate of the detoxification process and the removal process through, through testing, not just symptoms. You can't rely on symptoms or the absence of them. Too fast of a detoxification and you can seriously hurt a person. Too slow and you can seriously hurt a person. You know, the age of the individual, their biochemistry, the toxins in question, the resiliency, the resiliency of the person's health who, who bears the burden of the toxicity, all of these are factors that I've got to consider when I choose the best Don't. method or method get the phone here. of detoxification. There's only oh, a okay. few ways you probably want to remove toxin. So the type of toxin and the body weight of a person or what's called the body composition is an essential factor in determining how well your detoxification efforts work. If you do detoxification, whatever it is, whatever you think detoxification is, and you lose lean organ mass, you are making yourself worse, you're increasing your disease risk and potentially your lifespan. How do I know that? Well, the researchers at Tufts University, and I've done a lot of this research on my own as well, have written a book called Biomarkers. It's a very technical book. I'm not sure you should be reading that. It put me to sleep. But my point is that uh, body composition, lean organ mass, is the single best predictor of morbidity and mortality, meaning whatever you do in life, I don't care if you meditate on a hill, you eat organic rice, whatever you do to do your detoxification, if you do not improve, or at least you don't lose lean organ mass, then uh, that is a favorable effort. If you lose lean organ mass, that is associated with increased instance of chronic degenerative disease and symptoms and generally dying prematurely from preventable or a disease that could be uh, delayed by years and years. So I, I always run a biocomposition test on every single patient because that test also tells me one's metabolic rate, how they burn calories, and the percentage of muscle, water, and fat. How do you know how much of a detoxifying nutrient or food you should take or how you should eat if you don't know how you burn calories? I, we see, I see clinicians and physicians designing detox plans for people without this information. It, it, it's absolute nonsense. So persons, for example, who are obese or morbidly obese, they may store, they do store, significantly more toxin in their bodies, and the toxins will require multiple types of detoxifying compounds at much higher doses for much longer periods of time than those with normal weight and normal body composition. That means normal lean organ mass. However, you know, this general rule here about, uh, well, these different concepts I've just said, you have to always be cognizant that general rules may not apply to you. What is your kidney or renal function? What is your liver function? What is your respiratory function? Or do you have high homocysteine? Or do you have low vitamin D? Is your C-reactive protein elevated? If you don't know what these things are, get them checked. There's many, many tests as part of my Blood Detectives Longevity Panel that I do through a national lab 
AccuLabs, I design this for them, that gives me an extremely wide base to determine detoxification efforts for my patients. So number one, get the proper laboratory work done. Don't get silly tests like hair analysis, which is not going to tell you about how the rest of the body works. Hair analysis will tell you what toxins or nutrients are deficient or present in the hair. That's it. That may or may not have anything to do with anything else. So please let me know your thoughts about this topic here. Now I'm going to do one more segment on detoxification or the or detox deception next Wednesday. So go to my website at www.intmedny.com or blooddetective.com. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter. Post your comments on the blog. Stay tuned next time for a final segment on detoxification. Tell all your friends. Have a great day. My name is Dr. Michael Wald, and I am the Supervisor of Nutritional Services at Integrated Medicine of Mount Kisco. You can reach me at 914-242-8844. Hi again. Hi there, everyone. As you just heard, thank you so much, Dr. Walt, for your great series and sections that we've been doing in reference to health care. So, again, uh, if, you want, if you miss any of these shows, you can definitely go to the ndcsavingsclub.com and go to the radio show tab on top on the right-hand corner, and you'll be able to listen to these shows. And, of course, you'll also be able to go to PRN on the archives and listen to all these uh, great series and shows that we've been doing. And that was Dr. Walt's, uh, uh, the third part of a five-part series in reference to detoxification. So at this point, I would like to bring in my special guest. Is my, uh, my guest on the line? Yes, I am. Oh, hi there, Irvin. And again, this is uh, Irvin Luke Lukin, and he's the owner of EasyToCollect.com. And Irvin, how long you guys been around? We actually opened our first location in 1985, so we're celebrating 30 years of selling. About 30 years, and this is an actual. Uh, store that people can actually go in and look for what they might need, right? We have a huge retail location in Fairlawn on Broadway okay. and uh, New and Jersey in Fairlawn, New Jersey, and then we do sales all around the world uh, via uh, mail order. Mail order, okay. So then people can go to your website, which would be E Z, and again it's E and Z, and then the number two collect.com and that's an easy name to remember as well Herb. <laughs> this is this is a great name also um i haven't gotten a chance myself because a lot of times i know the owners directly who i speak with and on the show and the services i've been involved with benefits now for like over almost 25 years or more and a lot of the benefits i use myself i'm looking forward uh, sometime soon in the upcoming, you know, some, spring and summer to come up there and look, you know, for things that I collect as well. Uh, I see that you have here over a hundred thousand uh, LPs or records, record vinyls, right? Yes, yes. Largest wow. collection on the East Coast. The largest collection. Mm-hmm. And um, and it will be all kinds of music. Yes, we 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 really have a wide selection. Of, of almost anything that falls in the umbrella of 
hard to get or memorabilia or deep catalog, uh, things that you just can't get anywhere else, which is why we do what we do. Okay. And you also, do you also have like comic books as well? We have uh, just a small amount of comic books because okay. actually there's a nice store in the area that does a good job with comic okay. books. But we do have uh, related stuff, Batman stuff, Superman stuff, mm-hmm. uh, collectible figures, collectible games, anything to do, uh, anything that you've ever heard out there that's collectible or entertainment interest, we carry it, whether it's... Uh, Groucho Marx or Lucille Ball, whether it's Marilyn Monroe or Marilyn Manson, uh, you know, we go after the the unusual items and uh, and the items you just can't get anywhere in mainstream retail. Okay, and I, I think that's kind of important. You just said the mainstream uh, retail, so you're you're not like a comic book store, which is that kind of you know comic books and all. That's why I mentioned that because. Uh, you do it on the other end. You do it on more on the rarity, you know, trying to find rare rare items that people might be looking for. Well, you know, I don't want to get too lost on us being the only place where you can get you mm-hmm. know, super rare items, which you can. I mean, in the record world, there's a, a record by the Beatles called The Butcher Cover. You'll see it on Antiques Roadshow, and we have two copies of it. But that's more expensive and uh, more in detail than most people are looking for. Uh, what we really do here mm-hmm. is we sell the things that people really enjoy mm-hmm. that mainstream retail can't afford to carry. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the best buys of the world or anybody that you would think of in mainstream retail, uh, they want items like the iPhone 6 where you can order a pallet of them, and when you're halfway down on the pallet, you order another pallet of them. And you keep ordering boxes and boxes of the same thing until they come out with a new model. So there's no real retail formula that says you could have the second Kansas album in stock or a CD of Sgt. Pepper's in stock that you might only sell three of over the course of a year. Mm -hmm. So what we do here is we have all those items. Uh, DVDs, a lot of people are streaming, but people love to have the physical copies of the movies they really like. doesn't pay for Best Buy to have them in stock, but Mm -hmm. we do. And the same thing is true of records and cassettes and blank cassettes and uh, reel-to-reel tapes and A-tracks. And, uh, you know, it just goes on from there. There are so many things that in the day people loved, and they did provide a great service and entertainment to people, but it's not something that fits in the formula of a major mass marketer with uh, regional directors and, and tractor trailers delivering product. Uh, you know, you can't, you can't have 100,000 items in stock, you know, and, and be Best Buy. It just doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. And that's wow. how we do that here. And, and people are able to go on your website, which I am at now, and people are able to call you and people are able to... Um, ask for your advice or see what you they're, they're looking for you'll be able to help them we do a lot of reach out and uh we're easy to access you've given the uh, website um the store has obviously phones here and you can actually walk into the store of course and we're happy to help people because 
once again, not only does mainstream retail not support the stuff that we have, but some people don't even have the ability to find out. Uh, records are very hot right now. A lot of people have record players sitting in their houses they haven't used in 20 years. Now they want to use them. Nobody in, in Best Buy is going to uh, you know, teach them how to put on a belt or change a needle or, or tell them whether it's, it's fixable or not. Uh, there's just no expertise in that. Nobody's sending out a toaster to get it fixed anymore. Um, so we provide at least that service as well of telling people, oh, the only way you're going to find that movie is on VHS because it never came out on DVD. Mm-hmm. The only way you're going to find that recording is on CD because it never came out on LP. Uh, and just on and on uh, mm-hmm. of items like that. Well, that makes great sense. I mean, you sound like you were talking to me. Uh, and that's why I, I want to take a trip out there. I have uh, a record player that's a portable and with a handle. It's a magnum box stereo, and it's like a little suitcase. You open it up, and and the uh, you know record player is there, and you have the different speeds and all. And I I have never plugged that in because I'm afraid of, of blowing out my whole neighborhood out, <laughs> you know, because of God knows it seems like it's it's it, it's working right, but. Uh, something like that, you know, I, I have it with me, it might need a needle, and uh, I'll be able to come down to your shop and, and then bring it over to you guys, and you guys will be able to look at it and maybe... I can cer- yes, I can mm-hmm. certainly evaluate what you've got in your hands and whether it pays to go any further with it or not. Um, you well, know, again, we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're used to seeing what's supposed to work on stuff, so when something isn't working, we have the knowledge to know you know mm-hmm. what's wrong with it, and uh, and again, um, again, I've, I've been afraid to even plug it in because I don't want to burn something up. You know, inside a record player, it's a magna box, and uh, you know, I just want to take it to someone that knows uh, these products and uh, and see that you know everything's okay with it. Like you say, changing the belt if it needs to. So let, let's say if it, if it needs to, if I need to change the belt and which will probably will make sense. I'm assuming these belts are rubbery, if I recall, in the past, and they, and they lose their tensity, right? They lose their tension on their belts. Yeah, belts are basically glorified rubber bands, but for okay. the turntable, it has to be exactly the right size, so you can't just mm-hmm. use a rubber band. But exactly, they tend to, to dry out like a rubber band does, and needles tend to wear out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, absolutely, you know, when you have something that plugs in electrically, you mm-hmm. should always, uh, you know, be cautious if it's not something that's brand new out of the box because uh, electricity, you know, it can be a, a dangerous thing. So we do, we, people do bring stuff into here, we take a look at it, and we have the ability to plug it in in a certain way, and I can tell before I plug it in whether it, it pays to plug in. Uh, again, there's a lot of vintage. You know, vintage is very hot in a, in a number of different markets, and in records and in memorabilia, vintage is is, is a hot market for us as well. Um, so you can't plug everything in. We have we go all the way back. We have wind-up players here. We have record players that run on no electricity. You actually cranked it up in 1905, and that's how you played uh, records back then. They were 78s. Um, so there are people who want to capture um, uh, some sort of vintage time going from the beginning of the 1900s up until today, and not everything can plug in. I wouldn't recommend plugging something in from 1955 without having somebody look at it. 
and we're happy to provide that service because once again, where else are you going to go? Mm-hmm. Uh, the the repair guys they don't exist anymore because nobody fixes a DVD player, nobody fixes a VCR, nobody fixes their TVs anymore. You know, if it's a ten thousand dollar TV, then you know it's under warranty, and if you pay three hundred and forty dollars and you have it for six years and it fritzes, you know, it goes to the curb and you buy a new one. So you know, when you're dealing with this old stuff, it can't be replaced with another old thing. That's why you need someone to you know, to try and help. Not that we're a repair shop, but mm-hmm. to get that experience, you have to have people who know what it is we're talking about. What, what is this that I'm looking at? Like your Magnavox player. Magnavox yes. hasn't made a record player in quite some time. So your record player will probably spin around. It doesn't work on a, a, uh, the same kind of band uh, that some of the newer ones after that Magnavox did. So you'd probably have everything going there except for maybe a needle because the needles were pretty cheap. So Mm -hmm. I kind of know that going into it, but of course until you walk through the door and we take a good look at it, we can't be sure. Irv, I mean, that's great advice because I guess intuitively uh, I know that I like it because I bought it years ago. And I say one day I have some old records uh, from my dad, you know, record uh, vinyl records that my dad, classical music and some other great music, and I always kept that because, again, it's the memory of, of my father. You know, my father passed in 89, and, you know, and then that music, again, you know, certain certain things in life, music smells and bring up certain memories. So uh, I I want to listen to it like I did in the past and these are the record players that we had back then. So, I mean, I guess we we all lose that. I mean, maybe now for the, the younger people in our audience, but the older people like myself, you know, we we still remember, you know, with our parents and, and the sound. And I, I think you, you can't uh, replicate that, that, that great old sound, you know, of, it's unique compared to the stuff that's there now. Do you think, Irv? Absolutely. There, there's a certain warmth and, and fullness to, to the sound of, of records in particular. And, uh, and nostalgia as well is one of the things that, that what we do here fills uh, in for certain people uh, because mm-hmm. people are chasing things that are important to them. And for some people it's uh, old uh, issues of uh, uh, Lucille Ball and I Love Lucy on DVD. And for mm-hmm. other people it's uh, listening to Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass because they listened to it with their folks when they were young. And, uh, and they want to feel that sound again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah, interesting. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's it's just that 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 old uh, record player, you know, when you hear the the little crackling of the noise and you hear. I mean, I, 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 for me, if, if if I compare it now to what's, you know, all the music now and all that, it just seems like it's all synthesized, like like commercialized and mechanized. You know, it's like it it just doesn't seem like. How it like I, I I don't know I'm I'm just maybe thinking maybe it's me or whatever but it sounds uh, totally different on on those kind of me- mechanical devices compared to electronic devices it's a totally different sound is it me or is that what really is happening? Well, there are two ways. There, you know, your Magnavox is not what we call in our business audiophile. Um, yeah. You can today 
go out and spend $100,000 just for a turntable, and it doesn't come with a needle at that price. <laughs> so, you know, there is a, a conversation and a certain part of our market that goes after um, yeah, ultra-great sound. Um, which obviously is not what you're getting out of the Magnavox. No. But on the other hand, just like you, you had said about the current technology, and that's really why records have, have made a resurgence, is the current technology, the iTunes, the Amazon stores, are pretty much selling MP3s, which is you're paying money for something you don't really physically hold in your hand, and bottom line, you're paying money for something that sounds as good as the radio. And the radio is great, but we like to get our radio for free to pay for that. Um, you know, is there's a difference, and that's that's where it really comes in. Even on your Magnavox, there's a difference between the MP3, which has a lot of compressed technology in it, and the the sound of, of what records were, how they're made and how they come out. And uh, even CDs and cassettes have their own sound mm -hmm. to them that sounds fuller and sharper than what you get on, you know, on uh, iTunes with an MP3. Um, and that's where kids uh, have, have found, and that's where uh, people who used to listen to records and, and 20 years go by, they haven't listened to records because all of a sudden they're, they've been used to the last 10 years, ever since Napster kind of put the kibosh on the real record industry. And uh, they all got used to this, you know, not full sound. And uh, in the beginning, you were getting it for free. It was sort of pirating. And now that it's a legitimate source, you've gotten used to this not really great sound. And when somebody says, oh, listen to this, I pulled up uh, my dad's old record player, and I'm going to put on Dark Side of the Moon, boom, doesn't have to be a $100,000 turntable. It sounds a lot better. And then when you're looking at the uh, artwork, all of a sudden you have lyric sheets, you might have a poster. And this is what people were writing for in the golden age of that kind of music, whether you like Bob Dylan or uh, the Moody Blues. They were writing records full of material. They were looking for the first song. They were looking for the first song on side two. What would be the great song to end it with? We only have X amount of time on a record, so our songs need to be this and that. They were crafting music for records. Today, it might be great that you could hear 500,000 songs by one artist, but that's not what they created. They were creating records in their day. And that's something, too, that you get off a record that you don't just get off a menu when you're online buying MP3s. No, that's a great uh, overview of what we're listening to now. I mean, it, it, it in references music. Um, I guess what's old becomes new, right? Or that's what it boils down to. What was old becomes new again. Uh, it can be. You know, yeah. to be honest with you, I didn't realize that records would be as hot as they were. In the year 2000, we had 75,000 records instead of 100,000 records, but we weren't selling very many of them. Mm -hmm. And today, it's actually over 50% of our business, and it's, very, it's a very hot, lucrative market. Mm -hmm. um, it's hard to tell. Uh, you know, in terms of collectibles and stuff, and some of the people in your audience who are dealing with uh, collectibles from back in the day, uh, back in the day you were buying stuff from the Franklin Mint or Hummels. 
Um, and today you don't get anywhere near the money that you paid back then, and they were sold to you as collectibles. Mm-hmm. So you can't always buy something because it's a collectible or will be a collectible. You should always buy something you enjoy, uh, and that way it'll always have value to you. And if you get lucky and it becomes a collectible, even better. No, you're absolutely right. And again, uh, for myself and a lot of people, you know, we want to go back. I guess, or the the the, the best the best uh, concept here is to say we want to go back when things were simpler. <laughs> now everything's so complicated, and everything around us is falling apart. I guess we're going. I mean, our government, or you know, our whole political system, our world's climate, our food. Everything's falling apart all around us. Everything's so complicated, so many computers and passwords and, and different technologies and all that. I, I guess we're all, us, you know, or, and maybe kids also, you know, there's just too much. It, it, it's overwhelming. And when you get overwhelmed, you want to go back to simpler things. I mean, it's just a, the spirit, the human consciousness, you know, your, our inner spirit or energy says you know we're we're overstimulated and and we, you know we're just going crazy and everything around us there seems like there is no hope or anything so then we go within ourselves we go back with what we remember when we were younger when things were simpler they also you know there was a quality um to to what people did back then because that was the state of the art so even mm-hmm. though the state of the art has moved it hasn't taken away from the quality that was there on so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, an interesting side comment on all the stuff we carry here. Um, a few years ago, um, we couldn't really give away anything for Nintendo's first system, NES, which was around in like 1985. Um, and in general, uh, video games weren't collectible. As soon as PlayStation 1 was replaced with 2, you couldn't give away PlayStation 1. And when 3 came out, you couldn't get, give away PlayStation 2. And that was how the market works, like I said, with iPods and iPhones and stuff like that. But the reality is that um, there was quality to those games. They were sometimes simpler, as you might say, but they were fun. You spent hours and hours playing things. When you buy the new game systems now, you have to download the games. They won't even sell you the games anymore. So folks who really enjoyed playing that Nintendo system in 1985, they're of a certain age and a certain financial well-being that they want to go back to that. They, mm-hmm. Just like you say, they want a simpler as well as something that they enjoyed back then. And they now all of a sudden we get fairly decent money, I'm afraid to say, for some mm-hmm. of those old NES games. Well, that's, a, that's exactly it. You know, like, that's what we I mean, it, it's kind of nice because if you think about it, you know, baby boomers, which I'm, I'm in that bracket, and I'm assuming you're probably also in that bracket as well, is that... Um, the complexity of society uh it's just so much on top of us work and trying to make money and pay the bills and everything keeps going up and up and you know god knows what's ahead of us in reference to this country and where it's heading and all that so 
The only thing we can do is go back in our minds and in our spirit and stuff and remember how things were simpler and they were just, you know, not as complex because we had less responsibility and we were able to just enjoy life. And I think that as humans, uh, as us, we go back in time. And, and I think a lot of us, that's why your your business is is doing well, you know, really great and stuff, because people are going back like myself and as many. And also, too, I also throw in there also the the kids, the, the you know, the younger generations. They, they, you know, they're probably tapping out all this technology and stuff, and, and now they're probably also learning a whole new uh, other way of being in reference to these older technologies. So, you know, they, 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 they're probably, have you noticed that, that maybe the younger people are beginning also to get back into this type of uh, technology and, and what you have there at your store? Well, that's really what a lot of my business is. Uh, uh, again, I'm happy to say that I get 13-year-olds and 16-year-olds and 21-year-olds uh, coming in. Uh, again, one of the things that I really enjoy about what I do is people enjoy what we do here as well. They get pleasure. They get their own enjoyment out of the things they pick up here. Uh, I mean, a beautiful thing that happens here every so often is uh, a father comes in with their child. Uh, you know, 16-year-old uh, child and a 35-year-old uh, father, and they come in and they say, okay, you pick two things and I'll pick two things, and we'll go home and we'll listen to them. And they're doing this together, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it's a joining of things because there's, a, there's joy and fun to be derived from these items that we sell here. And, yeah, I'm- uh, and that really, you know, music soothes the savage beast, and mm-hmm. uh, it does a lot more to, to make people uh, happy and enjoy uh, in these tough times. Mm-hmm. Irvin, um, let, let's mention your website again. You please mention it. Sure. Uh, we're easy to collect. The number E, the, I'm sorry, the letter E, the letter Z, the number 2, and the word collect. Uh, dot com. Uh, you can also call us at two zero one seven nine one three eight three three and reach our store. That's at thirty five dash ten Broadway in Fairlawn, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And um, so, it, there's a lot of ways you can reach out to us. And also, uh, I read somewhere in the store that you also have on eBay as well. People can go there. Right. That's part of our mail order situation. Uh Uh, We've been on eBay since 1999, which in the real world doesn't sound like a long time, but in the world of eBay, that's a long time. Mm -hmm. And uh, it gives us access to... uh, to the entire world for sales because not only do we provide something here that major retail doesn't carry, but we're insulated here in this tri-state area where we had everything. If anything ever was sold in a store, we had it in a store around here. But as you go out to the Midwest and the far west and the far south, they had they had Walmart before that, they had Woolworths, and before that they had Crestgees, and they never had, you know, specialty stores. With so much of the stuff that we offer here mm-hmm. was never even for sale there. So, you know, that's a way to reach out and get, you know, thank heavens, to get something, uh, you know, in the Midwest that they never saw but they can only read about. Okay. Or... Uh what our program here, it is a national program, and it is a global program. So, again, it gets put out there nationally, and it is also globally. So hopefully other people you know, from around the country and from the world can definitely benefit from this. Um, if you notice, my NDC Savings Club, it's, it's, 
it's a it's a healthcare savings club. We help you with money with savings, with dental and vision, all kind of healthcare related. But if you think about it, this is also healthcare. It's healthcare of your soul. Healthcare of going back in time, going back and remembering when things were you know nicer and easier and not as complicated. So for me that that's why when I, I came across your you know, your store through an advertisement, I say, you know what, I want to get, you know, you on the show with your great store because it is healthcare. It is uh, you know, soothing to the soul. And a lot of times, you know, that's really important, you know, us as humans, that we need to get back to be grounded and to just enjoy the moment. Absolutely. I mean, it is part of enjoyment. That is what we sell here. I don't mean mm-hmm. to be flip about it, but, you know, you, you go to your mechanic because something's wrong with your car. You go to mm-hmm. so many of the services out there because you're either out of something or something's not working right. You come here to find some sort of enjoyment. You know, uh, your favorite movie, your favorite artist, something by your favorite artist that you didn't even know existed, something mm-hmm. that you had when you were little and lost 20 years ago. It's all a search for something that's going to bring some enjoyment. People don't come here because they have to come here, and they don't shop here because they have to buy what we sell here. They come here because they want to buy it, and they get enjoyment out of it. And that's Mm -hmm. the beauty of why we do this every day. Yes, and that's part of health care. Absolutely. It's part of health care. That's why I I think it's it's a great fit to the Endocy Savings Club. You know, it's, it's... and that's what I believe. You know, getting out there, it is healthcare. Getting back into it. All right, uh, we're coming back now to the end of our show. And and at this point, I really appreciate your time and your great store there. I mean, again, everyone, go to our archives, go to PRN, and again, or thank you so much for your time and your great store there. Thank you for having me on there. We're always happy to spread the word. All right, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, everyone. That's our show again. Please like us on Facebook. Um, and again, um, we'll be back next week on the show. And thanks, everyone. No more back thinking, time for thinking.